Welcome back to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission. To help you focus on Christ. Well, you know, it's it's New Year's and we want to talk about... Um, the new year. The new year. What what do you want to see in this new year, Jack? Something new. Something new. <laughs> That's right. You know, I'm sure that there are many of you listening that, that like to do your New Year's resolutions or mm. we talk about that kind of thing. Do you make New Year's resolutions, Jack? No, no, not anymore. I made them 45 years ago and they were the same every year. Mm-hmm. Get in shape and lose weight and uh, it never worked. So uh, basically what I did was I changed it from New New Year's resolution to New Year's commitments. Okay. And uh, what I try to do is I try to make commitments for the new year, which uh, involve uh, study the word, reaching out evangelistically to my neighbors or my friends or to anyone, uh, just things like that, that I make a commitment to Christ to do better in my life and certainly in my Christian life. Yeah. Ah, and, well, that, and they're similar to resolutions sometimes. That sounds good. <laughs> so what what does it mean to have a new year? You know, does, does something really change when we get a new Not year? really. I mean, no. we think of a new start, but, you know, yeah. one day, a day is another day and another day, right? Yeah, the, well, the season cycle, you know, we go through all that. But it, to me, the new year. It, it doesn't necessarily mean anything new. Hmm. So I, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I'm not trying to be a negative Nelly here, and I'm not picking on any Nellies. I think Nelly is a great <laughs> name. Um, <laughs> it's almost as good as Karen. Okay, move on, Linda. move on, move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, but... The new year does bring the idea of, of a fresh start and something new and moving forward. And I would latched on to a couple of verses that I want to share uh, about making things new. All right. Which is not bad. Right. It's good. Well, yeah. the ultimate one, I think, is Revelation 21, verse 5. Mm. Um, it says, And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. What does it mean he's making all things new? Well, I, I, I know in that specific situation, uh, the old things are going to pass away. This earth is going to pass away. The, the heavens around us mm-hmm. are going to pass away. There's going to be a new heaven, new earth. Uh, uh, sin is gone. Uh, darkness, all of the... All of the negativity, uh, the evil, and uh, that's done away with, and God makes everything new again. So then when we uh, have this newness in this creation, in this world, then we live forever and ever and ever uh, without all of the bad that uh, sin and mankind has done to it. That's some of it, I guess. No, I think that's great. Um, All things new sounds amazing you know you know we were talking about the christmas stuff the last few weeks and it's like when you're a kid and you want a new toy you know well why why is a new toy so special aside from being new it's because well once you've had a toy uh it gets a little tarnished or dirty or you break it you lose it um but if it's brand new it's just something special oh john listen when i was um probably junior high or Mm -hmm. late elementary school, sixth grade. I got a brand new Murray 
bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, by the way, it wasn't any of this uh, gears and things. We didn't have geared bikes back in those days. It was just a big, fat, tired um, Murray bike, and it had chrome everywhere. The front fender was chrome. The back fender was chrome. The, the tank was chrome. The frame was chrome. I had this chrome, shiny bi- bicycle. And I can remember getting up in the morning and walking into the living room and the Christmas lights were flashing and it was flashing off my chrome oh, bicycle wow. and that new bike, I tell you, but it dulled, <laughs> got rust, you know, through the years. So this new that we're looking forward to never, right. never fades, never rusts, never, you know, yeah. it, it remains new or that's a... That's a, a great thing to look forward that's to. That's a beautiful thing. I'm going to read a verse here. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. That's what I really want. Wow. That's what I really want. You know, we talk about heaven and talk. people talk about the pearly gates and the streets of gold and, you know, uh, just how beautiful it's all going to be. Um, we're going to have a new body, new life. Um, but I tell you, Jack, for me, the thing I look forward to the most is a, a new way of thinking. Mm. You know? Well, and that should start here. Oh, it should. That should, it that, should. That new creation, I think, begins when Christ comes in you and right. the Holy Spirit comes in you. And now you are a new creation and things should be new and different. Um, I know uh, I like new things. I like uh, the fact that I have this new uh, spirit within me uh, that convicts me of sin. Uh, that also leads me in the way of righteousness and also empowers me to live the life. So this new creation, that's a, that's an exciting thing. And then to carry that out through to where then you uh, are ushered into heaven itself and get a new body, an eternal body, not made with human hands, but made by the hands of God that is going to uh, rule and reign forever in eternity in heaven with Christ and with God seated on the throne of Christ. These are amazing promises in the scriptures about the newness of life. All things new. All things new. Yeah. One of the things that's going to be new, John, is the Bible says we're going to sing a new song. Mm-hmm. And uh, for all of you people that get stuck on uh, the hymn controversy still, <laughs> uh, I love the hymns, keep singing them, but you also need to sing a new song That's unto the right. Lord because it's That's a very right. biblical concept to not be stuck in the past, but also be focusing on the new and the, and the future and going forward and moving I to t- the new. I talked with a worship pastor one time and he was saying, you know, I have a struggle with the folks who um, just want the hymns and fold their arms and yeah. tighten their lips when we're singing a new song. Um, because he said, I can't picture myself standing before God and saying, well, I just couldn't worship you with that song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that, that 
It's kind of how ridiculous that is. Yeah, I laughed. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, really, um, get over yourself. We talk, you know, don't. If this isn't about you. And oh, well, this is my favorite song. I love this song. No, it's not about that. We're singing to God, and hopefully, the songs that you know your your worship team, your your, your leaders are picking out are songs that are directing their praise and worship to God, uh, and that's the important thing about it. You know, uh, we're singing to him a new song. Yeah, and by the way, if that's your thought, uh, you are 100% focused on yourself. It's what I want and what I can worship with, and that is totally unbiblical and even unchristian, I think, because we need to be focusing on glorifying God. What does God want? Right. And uh, you need to uh, understand that you can be emotionally moved to true worship in spirit and truth through a hymn, but you also can through a new song. Right. Uh, It's all glory to God. It doesn't matter the the style or the variety. One of the things that my mom taught me as a kid, um, because I probably had made a comment about, you know, a sermon being boring or a song not being right or something like that. And, And my mom said to me, um, you have to look past all those things. Mm. You have to you have to look at it for what God's got there to speak to you, to your heart. Um, and I, I learned to try and adjust to that. I'm <laughs> I'm by no means perfect at that. Um, but, but if I'm hearing uh, a sermon, I, even if it's the driest, I'll try and get something out of it rather than just. Judge it. Um, John, I was uh, down with my uh, son and two of his young, two younger boys. We had gone down to Spencer, Indiana, to watch uh, the two older boys wrestle in a mm-hmm. wrestling meet. And uh, coming back, uh, the youngest, Jaron, was sitting right behind me. And uh, he was singing a Sunday school song he learned in Sunday school. And he was just singing. He, he was like up in the, his seat and he was watching his little deal. He was playing a little game, but he was singing this song. And I said, hey, that's a great song. Where did you learn that? And he said, well, that's my Sunday school song. He said, I said, well, I like it. You're a good singer. And then, you know, kind of quiet, nothing happened. And all of a sudden he starts singing again. And I'm listening to this song and I'd never heard this song. And it was kind of, um, well, like a, a childish or childlike type song. And I said, well, that's a song. I've never heard that. I said, where, where'd that song come from? He said, I'm writing it. <laughs> I love that. He was, uh, he was back there making up a song. He was that. writing. He I'm was composing a song. So I just said, yeah. oh, you go ahead. I'm sorry I bothered you. You keep going. He was just singing about Jesus, singing oh, about that's God. that's great. It was awesome. Yeah. And that was a new song. And I'll tell you what, uh, you can sing that new song anytime. Oh, I love little that. little grandson singing about Jesus, writing the song. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. When, when I read that verse, um, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Um, one of the things I've got is, in my little Bible apps is I've got a uh, Greek lexicon that I like to jump into sometimes. And I looked at the word new here just to see what it, it 
meant in the Greek language. And it, it's the word kainos. Um, it, it says recently made, previously non-existent, unused, unworn, um, and it implies that what's recently made is far superior to what preceded. It is unprecedented, uncommon, novel, unheard of, given for the first time, fresh. Wow. Those are all the different meanings that come from that word new. Um, and we have the opportunity for all things to be made new. Yeah. And every day, in a sense, is a new day. And I love that with Christ, that uh, today is a new day. And you can start this day uh, fresh and clean and new. And you can have that every day with Christ. And I would just encourage everyone uh, to make sure that you anticipate this newness of life. Mm-hmm. And don't get don't get bogged down right. uh, in uh, in in the things that sometimes I think hold us back or hinder us. We see this new world coming. Okay, we see God uh, coming to establish the completeness, the fullness of His kingdom, and all things will be made new. Um, the verse that precedes the one we just read. I think is important for us to apply also, okay? Because he says, so from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Hmm. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. And then it says that, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. And you go on through that whole passage, and it it reiterates the why until finally you get to the end of the chapter, and he says, God made him who had no sin to become sin sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So we're made new, not because of a turn in the calendar, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what makes all things new. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Thank you guys for joining us. We'd love you. Reach out to us at connect at jackandjohnpodcast.com. I'll leave our phone number in the show notes also. Um, Yeah, call and leave us a voice message. Um, And uh, we'd love to play your question or comment uh, for our listeners. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great new year.